0: Welcome to the Ringer Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to godly marriages and the trials we all face. Our goal here is to strengthen, encourage, and educate through the personal experiences we've gained in our 15 years of difficult bliss. We aren't licensed counselors or pastors, but we are experts on just about everything your relationship can weather. We've been through the Ringer, and we're still standing.
1: Welcome to episode three.
0: Yeah, glad you're joining us.
1: We had a mix-up of episodes we decided to do, and if you've listened, you know this, but we decided to do one before our promised communication episode. Right. So, now you know all about us.
0: All about us, yeah. And by the way, we're both a little under the weather, so if you hear sniffs and sneezes and coughs, that's why.
1: Whatever. Whatever. Also, this is coming out a day or so later than normal, but we've had one strange week. Very. Very tough week in this community and in our family. So just a little bit of grace would be great. Yes. I know you will.
0: It's fine. We're going to be talking about communication today, which is the absolute bedrock of any relationship. It's
1: vital that your communication is on par or your marriage will not be at no, all no it's sure to meet its demise if you don't keep lines of communicate communication
0: yeah this is one of those things you have to get right uh, and there i mean there's no gray area i mean you've got to do it right you've got to communicate well uh with your with your spouse
1: and effectively yes and it it to use the word affecting, again but it affects every other aspect of your marriage, every other department that, well, you have intimacy, and you have your finances, and your children, every single thing comes right back to how you talk to each other. Yeah. So, we thought we'd tackle this one first. It's it's the biggest one. It is. So it's, and it's, honestly, we've, we've already recorded this once and deleted it, because we didn't feel like we came to you with really good information. Yeah. So we're going to try to do better this time.
0: Yeah. I mean, nothing we do, we don't want to <clears throat> we don't want to put out anything subpar uh, because we got we want you guys to get the most out of this.
1: It's important. Yes. So So the reason communication is th- the most important thing to make right in your marriage is because the way you speak to each other, the way you well, communicate, mm-hmm. speaks volumes.
0: Right. And we're and we're not only talking about words. We're talking about body language, everything.
1: Yeah, uh, but it it tells your partner how how they are valued in your life, right? And, and so you've got to get this done, and you need to change habits. It's time to change them, mm-hmm. and. If you're doing it all right, then pat yourself on the back and enjoy this episode.
0: Yeah, what I've learned is most most men are not most husbands are not great communicators.
1: And I can absolutely identify with that because I'm I think more like a man I think sometimes, Mm -hmm. and I had all guy friends growing up, so I've been around men. And know how they speak. So it actually helped me with you knowing that if you didn't say something, I would have to drag it out of you. Right. Because I don't care. I mean, two sentences are done. That's even, that's being a little.
0: Generous. Very. Yeah.
1: Maybe a couple of words. Right. But. Right. I knew that ahead of time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So that was a bird that just hit our window. Yeah. Uh, You know, recording the kitchen, you have, there it goes again. Seriously, look the little bird in our bush. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't die. Whatever. Anyway, so there's an example, an analogy as far as how communication relates to a marriage.
0: Yeah. That as, as you as you guys know, I'm a pilot. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, if uh, if I were in a in a if if I were flying a jet and I had 180 passengers on board and I'm flying, let's say, in Switzerland, very mountainous region, and the weather's bad, and I'm trying to come in and land, and it's, uh, you know, dark, very low visibility. Uh, and I'm when I'm doing that, I'm constantly communicating with the control tower. Right?
1: Well, you're supposed to be.
0: Right, with air traffic control. So, uh, you know, I've got 180 people whose lives depend on me talking, communicating effectively with air traffic control. And so let's say that I decide, well, I'm just... I don't feel like talking right now, so I'm just not going to communicate with air traffic control. Well, I mean, you can see what, how tragic that that could potentially be. I mean, I could hit another plane. I could hit a mountain.
1: They're going to die no matter what. Yeah,
0: they're going to die all because of a lack of communication. And your relationship is no different than that flight. If you don't communicate, then it's just going to lead to bad, bad things.
1: Also, a jet takes two pilots, so yeah. that's the best analogy.
0: Right. Okay. Most jets, yeah.
1: Well, with 180 people, it better right. have two pilots. Right. So communication is an emotional connection with oh, your yeah. spouse. Absolutely. It uh, it's, for example, your your types of communication. You have like homework. You know, you talk about homework with your kids, and right. you talk about groceries and. What other mundane... When we talk about our dogs... Yeah. How the floors are always dirty.
0: What's for supper? I mean,
1: mundane stuff. Yeah. Then you have the more... Well, weighty subjects of like... Responsibilities of the household. Mm-hmm. Bills. Right. That I guess that falls under responsibility too. Yeah. But... And then your children. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids take up a lot of time. Right. And a lot of conversation. So... You have what else? So whenever you you speak of anything, as far as homework or whatever's going on in your finances, everything should hold the same importance to both of you. Right. If you don't quit saying right, I'm gonna kill you. You <laughs> start talking. <laughs> no, if if you if there's it's one sided. As far as conversation goes, you're going to give your spouse a sense of, well, all of the everything being on their shoulders.
0: Right. And communication, I mean, it's a two-way street. If, uh, just like Jessica's sitting here talking and I'm I'm sitting here nodding my head, it's not a two-way street. She's doing all the talking. So, um, you know, in your relationship, again, it's a two-way street and, and communicating effectively, uh, means that, that you both communicate with each other and you both listen to each other because, as she just said, even with the mundane things, um, you know, if your spouse is talking to you, then obviously, no matter how mundane it is, what they're saying is important to them.
1: So, your responses need to be intentional.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you, yes.
1: you have to respond to everything. Yes. So, so, let's say that I come to you and ask you, What do you want for supper? Mm-hmm. And I get a, I don't know.
0: Right. Which is the normal answer. Which
1: is always the answer. And right. we ask our children too. They 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 get to comment, but we usually veto whatever they ask for. Right. But yes. I'll ask you what do you want for supper? And if I never get any kind of answer from you, you're gonna get what I get. Right. I'm if I'm in the mood for spaghetti and it's not your favorite, well that's just too bad. And if I
0: and if I don't like it, that's my fault. That's
1: too bad. Because
0: I did not communicate effectively with you.
1: And as silly as that example is if you are, don't start there, then the bigger stuff...
0: Yeah, if you can't talk about the easy stuff, the what's for supper, the, you know, what movie do you want to see, if you can't, uh, you know, if you can't do that effectively, then the hard stuff, there's no way you can tackle that.
1: Okay, so like when you when you date, when you start dating, and you the whole, where do we go eat? Where do mm-hmm. you want to go? And no one, oh, I don't care, I'm just going to eat a salad anyway, which is bull. Yeah. But start in the beginning because when you start dating someone you and it gets to the point where you are seeing signs of this being long term and Mm -hmm. possibly entering into a marriage you want to be able to say that you started in the beginning right you started with openness and honesty and you know hey I chose this restaurant last time it's your turn this Mm -hmm. time but that's where it needs to start.
0: Yeah, and and we, you know, we realize that a lot of you listening to this, uh, you're in a relationship, and maybe the communication hasn't been there, and you're saying, well, hey, that's all great, but you know, here I am in my marriage, and communication isn't there. Well, we're going to discuss in just a little bit, uh, you know, some things you can do to to try and uh, try and improve your communication with your spouse.
1: So let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Because it's easier to start from the bottom and go up. Sure. For this thing. But like I said, dating. Let's start there. When you first meet somebody, the what 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 was it like for us when we met each other?
0: Oh gosh. Um,
1: well you wanted you wanted me to like everything about you. Right. And Honestly, I was like take it or leave it, buddy. Yeah. This is 13, peace out if you don't. Right. But he wanted to impress me. Mm-hmm. So everything he did was well, not I'm not going to say stiff, but it was more polished.
0: Yeah. Which I, was, is I fine. wasn't the real me.
1: No, it took a long time right. for me to chip away, understandably after his divorce, but because mm-hmm. he was cautious, me, I was to the point where I'm like, this is it. If he's not good, I'm out. I'll be single. Yeah. So I had less to lose. But you usually go into a relationship and you're all dressed up and you only see each other on dates. And as you get closer in your relationship with each other, you know, you, you do lose the layers of all makeup all the time, hair fixed all the time. Right. What do guys do? Guys don't care, really.
0: We shower. You
1: smell better. Yeah, we smell better. Yeah. Fix our hair. Yeah. You did fix your hair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hair's important to me.
1: Yeah. So I didn't care at the time. I do now. Yeah. But back then, I was like, whatever. Yeah. So, that is seriously... That is where that needs to end. You're real and being honest with who you are in the beginning whether you're someone that is open with your past and with your goals, and you need to start that immediately. Right. Am I right?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, for a lot of people, that does not come naturally uh, because a lot of uh, a lot of people they'll um, just from past experiences they'll build up walls, and so it's hard to communicate with them because of the walls they built up and
1: uh well you did right i mean like i said you wanted to be polished and you didn't share a whole lot with me Mm -hmm. when i before i had gone to alabama to meet your family right after that it was i mean all bets were off yeah your real self was there which was a lot easier right to know who you were but you know I had walls, too, but I had, I don't know, I've always been more open mm-hmm. than him, and I've always been completely honest up front about everything I feel. Yeah. Fiona, you smell so bad. You're going to have to go. Go yeah. lay down, baby. Go lay down. Go lay down. Whew. They got into sconce or something. It's yeah. its bad. But anyway.
0: You know, uh, I just want to throw this in here. When we, uh, we told you about when we met and how we talked for six hours, on the phone before we even met face to face, and that conversation was so good because we knew after six hours of talking to each other that we were getting married, even having never met each other. Because we communicated so well during that phone call, uh, you know, we talked about oh you know, gosh, we talked about everything. We talked about marriage. Talked about church, religion, uh,
1: kids. Kids. We did talk about kids. Yeah, we
0: talked about everything, and so. You know, fortunately for us, you know, we started off communicating, you know, effectively right off the bat. Well, th-
1: the thing is, I will ask questions mm-hmm. that I want answers to because that's who I am. Yeah. I've never been one to, to be coy right. or to put on a front. If, mm-hmm. I, if I need to know the answer, I'm absolutely going to ask you. Yes. And that is how we've maintained our marriage, too. I mean... We don't let anything pass go past and then not discuss it. Right. Correctly. Right. So.
0: And we're you know we're not saying that we've got it all figured out. We've just uh, you know a lot of the stuff we've learned has just been through mistakes we've made.
1: Mistakes and also trial and error. Yeah. Because, well, that started real early in our relationship. Yes, it did. One of the we've told you about our um, well your arrest mm-hmm. and we've talked about how our communication if i had just come to you mm-hmm. before and confronted you with um the pills i found right we may not have been in that position right and if you had just been brave enough
0: yeah if i would just come to you and said hey i've got this problem
1: not that he's not brave but that's a really tough subject well, to bring yeah. up with your wife right Hey, dude.
0: But no, it could have been avoided with communication. It could have been. And so that's one thing we failed at.
1: But, again, we could look at it both ways. I'm glad your arrest happened, Mm -hmm. but I would have loved to have gone through our lives without without ever everything.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So the one thing you all, everybody needs to remember is that respecting each other. Is or communication is a way of respect. Yes. Or, or to respect your spouse.
0: Yes. What's that say? Respecting each other enough to be vocal.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. When you shut yourselves off, and for people, for uh, mostly women, I think this is a problem for. And I speak for this group. I'm sorry if you're not one of these people. I'm not. I will never close myself off to well, anyone. But a lot of women are very guilty of closing down or shutting down when right. when they need to be talking to their spouse, when their husband. Right. When something's important to them instead of getting out on the table or I mean, I don't even really have an example of a a conversation. Mm -hmm. But when something's really tough for them to speak about, they'll close it down. They'll internalize it, and then that turns into fireworks. It's not a good idea. Yeah. But most women close down, and some men, I guess. I'm not sure. I can't really speak for you, but... They close down because they don't feel like their opinion matters Matters, or that you care, their spouse cares enough Mm -hmm. for them to talk to them about what's going on. And I mean, it could be really simple stuff, but they'll still hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe even something that has hurt their feelings or I don't know, something that they feel like needs to be approached and changed. They still won't say anything, even though it's important to them. So, the way their spouse responds to even the small stuff like we've talked about, mm-hmm. if you don't respond to them then, then you're going to lead to the situation where your wife won't talk to you about anything. Right. Do you agree with that?
0: Oh, I absolutely. And I just wanted to add uh, I'd like to kind of throw in expectations right now because uh, having everyone has expectations. Um, but in a relationship, it's—I it, mean—it's almost impossible to do this, but to not have expectations um, or preconceived ideas. And this uh,
1: starts early.
0: Yeah, it starts early uh, because that expectations or the expectations not being met is what leads to shutting down. It leads to resentment. Leads Respect to the fact.
1: your wife enough. To always make sure you let her know that her opinion does matter. Right. No matter what it is. And and don't honestly, if you give her all the freedom for every decision made in your household, even if it's just for a rug, Mm -hmm. the color of a rug, don't do it. Give an opinion. Right. And make sure that you make her feel like she has come to you and she can get an answer from you. Right. It's going to stop years of it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, biblically, like we've said before, when you get married, you become one flesh. And communication is a huge part of that. Because if you and your spouse are one flesh, uh, then even the small things need to be openly discussed. Well,
1: yeah, it's like you're keeping it from yourself.
0: Right, right.
1: Also, girls, let's just go ahead and get this out there. Because those of you that do close down and shut down and... Keep your husband off of your thoughts. Stop it. Because when you do this, you don't respect him enough to open your mouth. Yeah. You don't respect him enough to trust him to give your opinion some thought or to listen to you. By the way, our dogs are chewing. I was in the
0: saying, why do the dogs always Every do something? Every time, time where you do time, this,
1: they're the stars of the show.
0: Yeah, chop, chop, chomp.
1: I think it's both of them. But anyway, they need to know. So if you don't want conflict, if you don't want arguing, stop this. It's not fair to them. They are not mind readers. Right. God did not make mind readers. Right. No matter what you feel.
0: You know, and while we're on this topic, um, if, uh, you know, if your spouse, and I'm talking to ladies here, if your husband, if something's bothering you, and your husband asks, "What's wrong?" Don't say nothing, because don't, if something's yeah. wrong, let him know what's wrong. Tell like, him. yeah, like you just said, we're not mind readers.
1: And there's there's been very few instances, especially well, there's been more so in our last few years, last three mm-hmm. years, where we've both had a lot of well, just stuff yeah. on our minds, right? And it will affect the way. We feel not not toward each other, but just personally feel, mm-hmm. and so of course, that you know, you may be in a bad mood, maybe irritable. And he'll come in from work and ask me, you know, he could tell right away that I'm in a mood
0: mm-hmm. of some kind because yeah. I'm
1: short, and it, it may even be the kids they've gotten to the age where it's not really a, an issue, but right. back, back a couple years ago, yes, but he'll come in. And I'm short with him. It's not right. He's been at work all day. He should not be greeted that way. So when he comes in and I, he, he notices that something's wrong, he'll give me about five minutes to change my attitude. Mm-hmm. And then he'll say, what's wrong?
0: Yeah, what's going on? What's up? Mm-hmm.
1: And it, at one time, it was not an easy thing for us to do. Yeah. But now it's like immediate. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect him enough to tell him nothing. It's not you. I promise you. Yeah. It's this. It's been going on all day. I'm sorry. I love you.
0: You know, unfortunately, after 15 years of marriage, I mean, we can just look at each other and know. Oh. For the most part. Yeah, and, and... unless it's a very specific, you know, thing that's.
1: Normally, though, you will know during the day. <clears throat> oh yeah. If something's going
0: on. Well, you know, I was uh, I was at work the other day, and normally. Um, normally we'll text each other back and forth okay. throughout the day uh, as I'm working and
1: we're not accustomed to, to being a park.
0: no 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 yeah but the other day uh, I was working and I knew she was uh, she was at home uh, cleaning our floors I believe oh, God, and yes. constantly and so I knew You know, or I told myself, hey, don't, don't text her because I don't want to bother. I don't want her to have to stop what she's doing and answer a text. And so I just didn't, you know, didn't text much that day. And then, you know, long about lunchtime or after she's like, you know, hey, everything okay? You're gonna Yeah, you're quiet today. And
1: normally that means we get a bad email or he's gotten a bad phone call. So, you know, I just want to check. Right. Those have gotten to the point where I'm like, just don't tell me. Yeah. Just keep it. Yeah. So, don't close down. No. And husbands, ask. Ask what's wrong. Wives, ask your husbands what's wrong. I know that there are men out there too that don't aren't talkers. Right. That's fine. But Inside your relationship, you talk.
0: Yeah. We've said this before. You're on the same team. Absolutely. I mean, you're one flesh. Holy cow. You're on the same team. And so you always need to be on the same page with each other.
1: And have the same goals. Right. So if you're not, time to sit down and talk about that, mess. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We keep talking about the same team. You're on the same team. Right. At your wedding, the two of you promised in one way or another to love and honor respect what else what else promise of love and respect each other yeah okay yeah our our vows didn't say that we were choosing each other instead of promising all that stuff same thing just different words
0: my vows just said you know Jack,
1: Jack, looked these up and
0: yeah, I'm, right.
1: I'm repeating them. That's right. <laughs> it's fine.
0: All they, can I do I know what they said or do not do I know now what they said? Well, not really. I no. choose you
1: is the first thing. Right. That's it. That's done. right. So anyway, the easiest way to do this to love and honor, respect, is to listen. Mm-hmm. Open your ears. Give your spouse some of your time. Right. And listen to what they say.
0: And after they're finished talking, not while, but after they're finished talking, respond to them.
1: Yeah. So, we're both really bad at this. Sometimes. I mean, we're good at it, too. But we're bad about going, what'd you say? Yeah. What was that? Right. Or not hearing everything that's been said.
0: That's because I don't listen well. I'm Um, admitting it.
1: I'm I'm afraid your hearing's going, too. What'd you say? Yeah. Right. (laughs) But... That that's small. The whole, you know, hey, I didn't catch that sentence, and thankfully, we both will go, I look, I don't hear any of that. start over. Yeah. But the bigger listening, that comes with the whole what we just spoke about about opening your mouth. right. If they open their mouths to tell you what's wrong, give them the time to hear what they're saying, listen right. to them, right. And then respond. But don't be
0: ugly about it. No, don't be ugly. And <laughs> all, you know, talk. You know, we're we're talking about you know trivial things like supper, uh, and then we're also talking about weighty things. And I just want to touch on the weighty things real quick. If, if there is something you need to discuss uh, with your spouse, make sure you do it at the right time mm-hmm. and the right place. Yeah, um, you if your know, children. If, no. If you're, you know, if if you know if you're looking at. Whatever You know, whatever issue it is, you know, don't bring it up at supper with the kids at the table where you can't have a good, honest discussion.
1: Schedule a time. Yeah. Make sure that this, whatever topic it is, I mean, it could range from, hey, we need to talk about this bill. Right. We need to talk about moving from this house. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about your online activity. Mm-hmm. Sit down at a scheduled time. Right. And talk about it. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Honest words and real talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing will be fixed. No, no. If you uh, if you're just bad at it. Right. You know, back and forth and yelling and, you know, finger pointing and sit down mm-hmm. and talk. Right. You know, we're saying all of this because in our church alone, it's an an extra large church.
0: Oh yeah, big.
1: And we know many, many, many people because we've been we've gotten ourselves involved quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Oh yeah. So we know quite a few people. We know quite a few people that have ended their marriage in the few years that we've lived there, or I'm sorry, attended there, and. Marriages that I didn't even know had issues. Right. And I know that there, somewhere along the line, it started with a trickle of what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not... Someone doesn't just all of a sudden decide to go and look at other people, look at other women. Right. Or look at other men. Right. There's a problem... And it started with how they
0: communicated. Yeah, there's I mean, as all of you probably know, the whole reason that people have affairs is because they have some type of need that's not being met by their spouse. And again, to to stop that, to prevent that, it all comes down to communication. Because if if I need something and Jessica's not giving it to me, whatever it is, You know, rather than looking somewhere else, it's better if I go to her and say, hey, look, um, you know, I need to talk to you about blank, whatever And this has happened. This has happened, yeah.
1: More than one time. Right. I am hard to get through to.
0: And it's very, very uncomfortable for me to talk about because I'm not a boat rocker. And I don't like to, I don't like confrontation. But if there's something that bothers me bad enough... You know, I'm going to go to her and I'm going to say, hey, we need to talk about this.
1: Because our union is more important right. than sacrificing it to desire. Right. And if it doesn't change, you know, my, whatever it was that he came to me about didn't change. Oh, and he came to me a few times. Different things. <laughs> but if it hadn't changed, we would have had to take the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And that is normally counseling, yeah. and they make you talk. Yeah. So either you do it at home or you do it with an audience. Right. It'd be easier if you did it at home. And cheaper. And yeah, in the comfort and security of what you've made together. Right. So let's talk about uh, arguing. Okay. So all the stuff that we've warned against: mm-hmm. the closing down, the not listening. All this takes place, and it causes what I have written down, ugly chain reactions. Yes. So you start off with not listening or not talking, and it turns into something extremely violent. Yeah. And I'm not talking like abuse, but anytime you are angry or bitter or resentful Mm -hmm. toward your spouse, that is, first of all, it's not biblical. Second of all, it is violent. Yes. It's not right. Right. Because, again, at that wedding, Mm -hmm. you promised to honor and love and respect this person. You promised God. You didn't just promise that church or whatever full of people.
0: Right. And it's not only a promise, it's a covenant.
1: Yeah. And I took that so seriously. And that is why anytime there's something that needs to be approached. Right. I have no problem. Right. Because I've got God to deal with. Right. I don't have just you. Yeah. So
0: And when she says anything that needs to be approached, that that means that I screwed up somehow.
1: Well I'm talking supper too. Okay. Right. Well, I, yeah. I pray about supper. Well too, I'm just, man. you know,
0: I'm throwing it out there. Pray it all. I'm throwing it out there.
1: So anyway. <laughs> there's a guy online. He has a blog or he at least he blogged, wrote an article for this app, familylife.com. And he says, and I thought this was really good when I was researching what we should how we should approach this topic. But it says the course of conflict is not determined by the person who initiates, but by the person who responds. Yeah. Which is glorious. Oh, it's I huge. I yeah. love that quote.
0: Let's say let's say I'm working all day and I come home and Jessica says something. I mean, she wouldn't because she's a perfect wife. Yeah, I'm so perfect. She is. But let's say she says something uh, a little abrasive.
1: I'm good at that.
0: When I come home. First, I walk in. First thing she does is say something abrasive. Well, the ball's in my court then as far mm-hmm. as how this conversation is going to get. Because I can either get mad and yell at her and say, I've been working all day. Why are you talking to me like this it's when I come home? Or, or I can say in my mind, I can say, you know, she's obviously had something go on today that has put her in a bad mood or whatever, and um, and go from there and and try and defuse the situation. But yeah, just like that quote. I mean, the the person who responds is in complete control of how the how the uh, situation is going to go.
1: Yeah. So I'll admit that. In my early life, especially before I was married, I was a hothead. Yeah. And it took me nothing to ignite.
0: That's weird. Well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's part of my um, charm.
0: I think it's a spiritual gift. It probably. Yeah.
1: In my Bible. <laughs> but it got to the... When I realized that once we got married, and it took me a, a minute mm-hmm. because, you know, I really wasn't taught... That you and I were one. Right. I, I knew it. I'd heard it a thousand times, but I didn't understand it. hmm Kind of like the whole kids, You not until you're there, do you know? Right. So when I realized that we were the same person, I knew that I didn't I didn't want to be treated that way. hmm So if I had a topic that ignited me, which could have been anything, like you felt the tails wrong. Yeah. We're in trouble. I still do. He does. Yeah but
0: but I, I fold them.
1: If you're going to fold the towels, right. fold on, baby. Right. So I would I had to stop. I had to actually physically practice not being a hothead. Yeah. And I don't I don't know where that came from, dad. Yeah. But that I mean that that was a practice in self-restraint. <laughs> it but it was good for me. Yeah. Because we could have been these people. Mm-hmm. If you had come home, and you know, you were tired when you would come home from work. Right. And here I'd been with the kids, all, or the kid at first. Yeah. But if you had come home and been ugly with me as soon as you walked in the door, I would have mm-hmm. told you to walk right back out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that I learned early on that how I respond to you is how things are going to go. Right. So, I mean, you can come at me with something hateful. But I'm going to I'm gonna back down. Yeah, it's,
0: I, I yeah, we can't overemphasize the importance of that.
1: I'm great at arguing. But I've learned to stop and listen. Yeah. Take a breath. And respect you enough to, hey, he didn't deserve this. Right. Let's see what's going on and why he's talking. Mm-hmm. He he has never, I mean maybe a couple times. I don't even remember yeah. if you have.
0: You know, something else to think about is when you when you and your spouse do talk about whatever, you don't have to agree with each other.
1: And you don't have to win either.
0: No, you don't have to win, and you don't have to be in complete agreement with each other.
1: Just listen to each other enough and consider what they have said. Mm-hmm. And if you still don't agree, tell them why. Yeah. And there's, I mean, tons of things you and I have not seen eye to eye on, mm-hmm. but we've never argued over it. Right. We don't argue.
0: No, we don't. I mean,
1: just to brag. Yeah. But it's because we've, we have been disciplined enough to come to each other. And yeah. I, I guess, you know, it does take, like I said, trial and error. hmm But we didn't do it a lot. No. I mean, we knew that an immediate argument, we didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I loved him so much that I didn't want to hurt him. So... The yelling, yelling is absolutely... Don't yell. It's it's the dumbest thing. Yeah. Honestly, you yell at your kids, you yell at your spouse, you yell at anybody, it really shows that your walk with God is not there.
0: Yeah. And you know, that backs up to what you just said about how you respond. Yeah. Because if you yell in a response... I mean, it's all it's gonna do is escalate the problem.
1: The volume of your voice mm-hmm. does not make your point at all. Yeah, it makes it less valid.
0: So you know I, you guys have probably experienced this too, but when i was uh, when I was in school, I would have teachers. That if the, you know, if the kids weren't listening when we were in class, they wouldn't get loud. They would get quiet and they would talk really soft. So you have to hear them. You know, and when they would do that, everyone would be quiet Mm -hmm. so they could listen and hear. And kind of the same thing, you know, when you're, uh, you know, when you're talking with your spouse. I mean, get softer, if anything. Don't yell.
1: Right. Right. I mean, I would definitely listen to if you whisper. <laughs> yeah,
0: it accomplishes nothing. Why are
1: you whispering? Right. But we're adults. Yeah. Keep your emotions <clears throat> in check. You're not a two-year-old throwing a tantrum. Right. And if you are, you probably need to hit your knees first and pray about why you're being a crybaby. Just
0: you know, honestly. And I, I know everything we're talking about is, I mean, it's good and helpful stuff, but it's not always going to happen that way. No. Um,
1: not if this is why you practice talking right. to each other anyway right for years right it's not going to be an instant but it's the way it needs to be done
0: and if it's not if it starts if your conversation starts turning south um take a break
1: breathe like i said breathe, breathe walk away just some hit pause yeah i'll be back yeah you can do this. You can do it. If I can do it, if I can walk away without starting an argument, right. anybody that God created can do the same thing. That's true. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah. My brother can tell you that I am telling the truth. So yeah. remember to, like we said earlier, schedule a time. If this is something that's going to cause an well, an ugly confrontation, sit down with them and talk it through. And again, you're on the same team.
0: Yeah, always remember that. that you, I mean, you, you're you on the same team, you have the same goals.
1: Okay, so when we talked about weddings, I would bet every other person, every other girl I know chose 1 Corinthians 13 to be read oh, at their true, wedding. Yeah. If not, their pastor did. Yeah. But I guarantee you, no one has ever, before they got married read through it and understood what was being said. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it because I, you know I know it. I know it by heart. But until I reread it, because I wanted to use it in this episode, I knew that it was a directive. It's something that God wants us to do. But I don't think that I knew that or understood how much it correlated with what we're talking about today. So I'm going to read it. This is love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It is not proud. It does not oh, Okay. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Yeah, do you hear that? That's important. Okay, so let's just do this again. Love is patient and kind. It is not boastful and it is not easily angered.
0: And it does not envy.
1: I'm going to tell you one more time. Anger is a sin. And yeah, they're forgiven, but you're not supposed to do it. Right. So when you get angry at your spouse, it's just as well as if you're angry with God.
0: Well, even worse than that, I mean, Jesus himself says that if you're angry with a brother or a sister, it's, in his eyes, that's the same as murder. Absolutely. So?
1: So, stop getting mad.
0: That's pretty serious. It is. Okay, so... I wanted to add one thing on that, 1 Corinthians 13. You know, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrongs. You know, I could sum that up uh, in one little sentence, and that is, you should... Your your goal, your aim should be to serve your spouse. Yes. Because if your goal is to serve your spouse, then everything in First Corinthians thirteen will be applied. It's easier. Oh, it's much apply. easier. Yeah.
1: With all that being said, let's let's uh, go back over this. Don't be afraid to have a different opinion.
0: Yeah, we're we're men and women are two completely different. Things. We're wired differently, and, I mean, you're not going to agree with each other a lot of the time, also, and that's okay.
1: Also, give their opinion validation. Mm-hmm. At least, at least think about what they say, even if you still don't agree with what they say. I mean, I know couples that are from two different political parties. Mm-hmm. However, they have strong marriages. Right. Because they honor each other's opinion. Mm-hmm. So at least listen, you don't have to agree. You can always have a different opinion, unless it comes to kids and you both need to be on the same team and do not give her crap about it. Yeah. Okay, don't avoid the hard topics. Yep, wait, you got a phone call. We don't know them.
0: From Torrance, California. I don't know them. Oh, no.
1: They may be checking.
0: They're probably on fire.
1: Yeah. Okay, anyway, don't avoid the hard topics out of fear. I know it's scary. I can I can remember yeah. how I felt about coming to you about your addiction. Yeah,
0: and it's no fun.
1: But I do know that I prayed really hard about how to respond to you or how to, or how to approach you about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that kind of eased my fear a little bit, but not enough to come to you. Yeah. You've got to go. It, no matter what the subject is.
0: Well, the, you know, is if there's something really hard that you don't want to talk about with your spouse, you should probably talk. About that's it. probably what needs to be discussed more than anything. <laughs> the first thing. Yes.
1: Because let's talk. Let's let's just say you suspect mm-hmm. that they may be speaking to someone outside of the marriage. That. They should not be. but and yeah. it's not any further than just like say Facebook. yeah, he's had women contact him that mm-hmm. he's known from like high school or college, right that will absolutely hit on him like he's single. And let's say its something like that. yeah that you you went and followed through with and had this emotional connection with yeah. And I suspect it. Mm-hmm. I gotta come to you about it. Sure, you do. And I would. Because our marriage is more important than protecting myself from the ugly. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's going to get worse if you don't. Yeah. And that's ugly.
0: Yeah. And let me, guys, let me tell you something. You know, notice that she just said that I've had, I've had women from my past on Facebook hit on me.
1: Because he's so cute?
0: You know, they've hit on me. Well, the reason she knows that is because as soon as it happened, I told her.
1: He did. He did. Showed me the selfies the girl sent. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's, she, we had someone do that recently. Yeah. A month and or two ago, was
0: right.
1: like, <laughs> It was game night with the girls. We're sitting at our table. And wasn't it? I think so. I think it was. And he's yeah. like, what is this? And yeah.
0: he,
1: I'm like, honey, she's hit on you.
0: Yeah, a girl from college started sending me selfies. She
1: needs to uh, realize that I'm about to come to <laughs> Arkansas yeah. and open a can. Right. But he told me. Immediately. Yeah. But if you weren't receiving the affection and emotional support from me. Right. Which starts with communication. Yes. You would not have brought it to me. Right. You would have been flattered. Mm Mm-hmm. And it could have escalated. Yeah. That stuff has got to be spoken about.
0: Yeah. Not only, well, not only flattered, but something in my brain would have entertain the idea of pursuing that
1: even if it was just through facebook
0: yeah and 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 again we're talking about if i were not receiving uh you know what i need with you which starts with communication that's right
1: okay never leave things unsaid no whatever it is if you i mean and now maybe just the most gifted person in the world when it comes to talking Mm -hmm. about how i feel yeah But if anything, and I mean, it could be stupid, comes to my head, he hears about it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, you know, again, that's a gift. Right. But I I don't have this problem. Yeah. I can fix you (laughs) if you do, but he hears every single thing that may roll through my brain. Yeah. That should be, that should happen with everything. Oh, absolutely. Every either, both of you, not just the woman, but the man too. Never leave anything unsaid. Yeah. If you don't like the way he made the bed, don't be don't be nasty, but just say, look, let me show you how I like it done.
0: Yeah. I appreciate you making
1: it. You but... sweet little thing. Right. Right. But, you know, say it. Say everything. Speak it. It's worth it. Your marriage is worth it.
0: Yeah. You know, we've all heard about the golden rule and treat others how you want to be treated. And I mean, this—that's uh, super important in marriage. And it goes back to serving each other, which goes back to communication. And I mean, it kind of goes back to everything we've been talking about. You know, just just respect your spouse the way you want to be respected.
1: Yep. Well, she is you now.
0: Yeah, because so. you're one flesh. That's right.
1: I so, said, how do we?
0: Yeah, what are some steps you guys can take
1: they're not hard no not at all so the first thing I would suggest and this is from the minute you decide dude is your dude yeah start and oh even before pray for him mm-hmm. pray for each other all the time every day I mean I keep I've said before that I keep a constant dialogue with God it's like one of those text messages where you say be right back yeah if something, but I'm always praying for him because he is. First of all, his job keeps him on the road, and in Middle Tennessee we have some of the worst drivers.
0: Yeah, they're horrible in
1: the world. Mm-hmm. And he's in a dump truck, so I'm always stressed out about him being in that stinking dump truck. He's actually had an accident. Yeah. And like first week we started, mm-hmm. but. I mean, it's, my fear is not discounted. I mean, it should be, should be there. Yeah. But I pray for him all the time. I pray for him to make good decisions. I pray for his peace of mind on everything we're going through. I pray for just him to have a good day. Yeah. Because if you're praying for somebody, you can't fly them. You can't be mad at them. You can't be mad at them. That's right. So remember that. If you're praying for them, you can't be mad at them. That's
0: right. It's almost impossible to be mad at somebody you're praying for.
1: And if you are mad at somebody, stop and pray.
0: And I know that from experience. Yeah. And I'm not talking about my wife. No. So?
1: No. Okay, so another thing you can do is what?
0: Stop and listen.
1: I think we said this plenty in there.
0: Listen, listen, listen.
1: Make a list. First of all, pray, and then stop and listen. Another thing we can do is just be intentional. About a date night,
0: yeah, oh my gosh, that's important.
1: We haven't had a date night in over a year.
0: Yeah, it's been a way too long.
1: We just we feel like our money is better spent somewhere else and right. I mean, we consider going to Walmart without the children a win. Mm-hmm. So we've learned to make quality time where we find it. Right. But for those of you that are able mm-hmm. to get sitters and or if you don't have children, if you don't have children, I think this is still vitally important. Where you take each other on a date, yes, go on a date, put your phones away, talk to each other, tell them what in detail what's going on at work or at home mm-hmm. with your friends. Gossip if you have to. It's your husband. You can tell him. It's yourself. Correct. Right. right. But a quality time will actually help your communication be so strong.
0: Oh, big time, yeah.
1: But you have to do it.
0: Yeah. And like you said, you don't have to spend money to have quality time together.
1: No. No, I mean, well, we do spend money at Walmart, but we may be just going to go get a piece of, or a loaf of bread. Right. But we'll go together. Yes. Because we haven't seen each other.
0: Right, right. Okay. Another thing is don't blame your spouse. Even if they're at fault for something, don't, don't go to them you know, with the attitude of blaming them,
1: and ready to argue about it, right? But no one should be blamed for anything.
0: No, you're. You know, anytime you you speak to your spouse, your ultimate goal should be resolution. Absolutely. Of whatever the the topic is, should be resolution. Um, you know, and if you go in there blaming, then nothing is going to be resolved.
1: Just to make a point, with the financial issues we're having that we've spoken about. Uh, He was the money manager for our... Basically, I mean, not a title, but he took that responsibility on. Mm -hmm. And he he absolutely came to me for decisions. And I knew every every dollar, where it went and what it was on. Right. But here we are in this really disgusting era. Yes. It's been an era, I think. And it would be really easy for me to point the finger at you because mm-hmm. you are the one that did this. Right. I would never...
0: You're mismanaging money. you You're... Why
1: are we where are we at? No, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Because it was just as much my fault. And, you know, I'm done with that. Yeah. So there's no blame there. It'd be really easy to, though. And I can see how that would happen mm-hmm. if... There's a maturity that has to be in place.
0: Right. So, you know,
1: you need to grow with some people. You know, and you
0: already touched on this, but um, nobody's a mind reader. Mm -mm. And if something's bothering you, again, talk to your spouse about it because they're not going to automatically know what's bothering you.
1: No. Okay. Uh, Always compliment. Oh, this is one of my most favorite things. Yeah, go ahead. The silliest thing we do, which is the most effective thing in our marriage, I think, is thanking each other for nothing. Mm-hmm. Every night before we go to bed, before we go to sleep, we're already on the pillows. Yeah. We tell each other, thank you for one thing. Mm-hmm. And I, we didn't start this on purpose. It just no. happened. Yeah. And it's, I don't go to sleep. Yeah. Until it's been said. Yeah. I mean, he'll say, thank you for supper. Yeah. I'll say, thank you for cleaning up. Yeah. Thank you for ironing the clothes. Yeah. Silly things that we all do anyway. Right. But it shows so much about how he cares for me. Mm-hmm. We also used to say, <laughs> and we did this before we had kids, that we just probably forgot, but thank you for being my husband. Thank yeah. you for being my wife. That's right. And that, that was big. Yeah. When I was, when we were younger. Right. Because... It reminded me, hey, mm-hmm. someone needs me. Yeah. I'm glad he wants me here. Yeah. That was that was another thing we did before we went to sleep. Yeah. You didn't know I meant that much, did you? No, I didn't. It didn't. I really
0: didn't. I'll start saying See, it. See, I
1: should tell you these things. That's right. Oh, my lack gosh. communication.
0: Lack communication.
1: Okay. Also, stay away from intentionally hurting your husband, your spouse. Yeah. We all know the soft spots. Mm-hmm. We all know what to pick at yeah. to hurt somebody. And if you do that, you should really burn because that's the meanest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: And you know, along those lines, if there's something in the past, leave it in the past. Leave it in the
1: past. God forgave it. Don't you even try to bring it up. That's right. Okay.
0: Take turns talking. Like we have. Yeah. All day. That's right.
1: I mean, and give each other the respect to let them talk.
0: You know, none of this stuff's hard. But not, a lot of it is stuff that people may not think about.
1: I do know that our generation was really never taught how to be spouses. Yeah. Be, and you can see that with the divorce yeah. rate. Right. But if they had been shown or actually spoken to about, hey, you you need to do this with your husband. You need to say this. You need right. it. It would be a lot easier to learn all of this and keep us out of this trap. Yes. Okay. Okay, so nagging. We didn't bring this up in the conversation.
0: Well, it's not a problem we have, but we still need to touch on. No, take time I, I
1: know. Quick. Okay, so if your wife is nagging you about something, the best way to get this to stop is to fix it. Yeah. Fix that cabinet door. Yeah. Fix whatever she If she wants it done and she's told you multiple times, how about you turn around and talk to her about it? Yeah. It'll stop. That's right. She'll ask you one time. I mm-hmm. don't nag. No. they usually
0: stand there
1: and point at it. Yeah. And he fixes it. <laughs> He's not a dog, but he, he respects me enough to do it.
0: You know, a couple weeks ago, she cleans the shower.
1: While I shower.
0: Yeah, and you hate cleaning the shower, and I know that. And uh, a couple weeks ago, she said, hey, um, you know, there's, there's a little spot of mold or something... I can't reach. Uh, I can't reach. And I mean, our shower's like, good, I don't know, 12 feet tall ceilings. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she said, hey, uh, you know, there's a little spot of mold that I can't reach. You know, could you get the stepladder or whatever and do that? <laughs> now, honestly, I forgot about it a couple times, but then I remembered it. Uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed, but it was gone. I did. Okay.
1: I should have told you at night. Thank you for coming to
0: the right. spot. That's right. That's why I haven't been able to sleep for three weeks. Because uh, I haven't been there. It ain't been
1: three weeks because it was last week when I told you. No.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, okay. to stop the nagging, just, you know, guys, just, just do. Do whatever needs to be done.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, to just wrap it all up, the one thing I would, the very most important thing, I think, is to speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Never keep it bottled up. Lovingly. Yes.
0: Speak your mind. Right.
1: Don't be a smart aleck. Yeah. Because unless you really want to go to battle, you're going to go to battle. Yeah. Just speak your mind. Don't keep it closed off. That's mm-hmm. that's so unhealthy as a person, not just a spouse, but as a person in general.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm going to throw this in here for free. Um, right now, Satan is the god of this world. Mm-hmm. And... So, he's pretty much in charge of, of this world right now. I mean, that's what... Well,
1: the, he is in charge of this world.
0: Yeah, that's what the Bible tells us. And, you know, his his goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. And one thing he loves to do more than anything is break up marriages. And just, so, just keep that in mind. I yeah. mean, you're, you know, we're we're all sinners. You know, we're all prone to make the wrong decision first first yeah because (laughs) that's because we're just fallen people uh but just keep that in mind i mean satan satan wants you to argue with your spouse satan wants you guys to fight he wants you to to
1: in front of your kids yeah
0: uh all that so so just keep that in mind and i mean you can you can beat him just uh well
1: you know that the the family unit not staying intact right is the biggest reason our children are kind of haywire right now. Right. Not mine and yours, but yeah. in general. Right. The attitudes and behaviors of children have just turned mm-hmm. down in the last few years. Oh, yeah. The biggest reason is their homes are broken. Mm-hmm. And they see their families falling apart. They see their moms and dads yelling at each other, email. Yeah. But if, if you learn to combat it before it starts you can save a whole lot of things oh yeah not just your marriage but your family right teach your children how to communicate effectively with each other Mm -hmm. and with you and with the world yeah you can't do that if you're not doing that with your spouse yeah
0: Not a bit. And hey, you know, like we always say, um, here wrapping it up. If you guys, if you have any questions or any comments, we always, always, always want to hear from you. Yeah. And you can go to our website at the Ringer, W R I N G E R, the and click on contact us and shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you.
1: We'll respond.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, we
1: communicate well.
0: That's right. If you have questions uh, that you want us to answer in a podcast, let us know. Uh, but, yeah, just, just uh, click on that and shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you.
1: Also, we have our Ringer podcast Instagram page. It's nothing but fluff. It's just fun. Yeah. We'll post pictures of what we are doing while we record or edit, and we'll have pictures of the dogs. That's right. But it's also the Ringer with a W.
0: That's right. Podcast. And, and pretty soon, we're going to start having extra content on a uh, Patreon page, and which we'll is going to be know. fun.
1: we'll let you know when that happens. We'll yeah. have um, merchandise available, too, mm-hmm. once we figure out what it is. Right. How else? There's one more. Oh, 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 yeah. I have a closed Facebook page that I administer. I'm an admin on it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Facebook.
0: Yeah. But and it's closed because most people are buttholes.
1: Yeah. I don't deal. Obviously, you've heard I'm a hothead. Don't come at me. Yeah. But um, it's also the Ringer podcast, and it's closed, so you have to ask to mm-hmm. join. So ask, and if I like you enough, I will let you join. That's right. If you're going to be nice. And then if you're not, I'll boot you. She will. I will. So look for another episode in a few days because this was late, like I said. Right. And once we figure out what that is, I'll post that. That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, we've got some good episodes coming up that you guys are really going to enjoy.
1: So stick around.
0: Yeah. And thanks uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in.
1: Okay, just one more thing. We completely forgot homework. So, for the married couples, what I want you to do between now and I don't know, couple next couple of weeks. Number 1, schedule a date night. Find a restaurant, go with your spouse and enjoy each other without technology. Number 2, write down the topic you are afraid to discuss. Practice while you are by yourself and then approach your spouse with this topic. Maybe a little scary, but it's got to be done. And it's, I don't know, start now. Why put it off? And then number three, all you have to do, all I want you to do is at least one time within the next couple of days, pray for your spouse and make sure it includes everything you want for them for that day. Then try to make it a habit. I promise you this is something that will change your marriage for the better okay single people all I want you to do is just one simple thing start a conversation with a stranger you need to start practicing if you don't already I mean I'm not I have no problem walking up to someone and saying I don't even care what it is but if we're in line somewhere I can start a conversation over nothing But it's good practice. That way you aren't too afraid to speak to someone when something really matters to you. Start a conversation. Start learning to talk to to people around you. And, I don't know, see how that goes. But anyway, that's your homework, and we will see you next episode.